This is PBF podcast number 65. Romeo won Oscar coming to you on PBF Public Radio, where we receive rep- support from listeners like you. This is Radio Free America. Um, our good friend, Chelsea Handler, made an appearance on, was it The Tonight Show? Yes. Remember, the state-controlled leftist media apparatus broadcast, well, not just media apparatus, their religion apparatus, broadcast not only through megaphones like CNN, MSNBC, etc. They also do use the late night talk shows. That's where a lot of uh, the information really gets disseminated down. You get people in the audience that will just laugh to help reinforce whatever is said. And part of that is The Tonight Show, where one can never offend the left, the Democrats. The only exception being Bill Maher, but, you know, he's very low information, so he doesn't really pose too much of a risk. He might... Every once in a while, say something provocative, and everybody's going to be like, hey, look at Bill Maher now. But then he's going to turn around and say 10 things dumb. So, Chelsea Handler offered an explanation as to why she publicly scolded ex-boyfriend 50 Cent for supporting Donald Trump during her Friday night appearance on The Tonight Show. The comedian had been feuding with 50 Cent. (laughs) It's funny she's called a comedian because her show is more of that. I mean, it was like Rosie O'Donnell. You know, that garbage. The View. More state-sponsored religion. Megaphone. The comedian had been feuding with 50 Cent-born Curtis James Jackson III since Monday when he shared an engine... When he shared an engine? Man, I guess I'm tired, huh? (laughs) When he shared an image from a news broadcast on Instagram that depicted the rates at which certain places would be tacked under Joe Biden's plan. The broadcast highlighted New York State, 58%, and New York City, 62%. So he doesn't want to pay 62% in taxes because he doesn't want to go for from 50 cent to 20 cent. And I had to remind him that he was a black person. So he can't vote for Donald Trump because that would be influencing an entire swath of people who may listen to him because he's worried about his own pocketbook. (laughs) I had to remind him that he was a black person because, you know, I know he probably forgot, but 
these big brains like Chelsea Handler, they are prepared to remind people. I had to remind him that he was a black person, so he can't vote for Donald Trump and that he shouldn't be influencing an entire swath of people who may listen to him because he's worried about his own personal pocketbook. Of course, ignoring all of the uh, justice initiatives under Trump because she's so dumb, she only listens to what CNN tells her and CNN doesn't talk about uh, many of the people who've had their sentences commuted out of Trump. Just a guy the other day, there was a video we posted on Telegram, and apparently he'd fought at the Trump Casino. And then, uh, I guess it was some kind of a... They said it was a nonviolent offense. I could only assume it was a drug deal, but put him away. And 20-some years later, uh, Trump did get him out. Uh, the remark seemed reminiscent of Biden's You Ain't Black comment during an interview with radio host Charlemagne the God, for which the Democrat was heavily criticized earlier this year. Handler said she hasn't heard back from Fiddy, but told Fallon that she's willing to seal the deal in more ways than one in order to get her ex-boyfriend to publicly denounce Trump. Ooh, Gross. She's such a gross woman. I might be willing to go for another spin if you know what I'm talking about. Is that comedy? Ugh. The pair brief, dated briefly in 2011, according to Us Weekly. I should have known that. You know, I was just reading Us Weekly before I uh, decided to go live with this podcast. And appeared to be friendly with one another long after their split. Ew. She went for another spin. However, things appeared to have soured after 50 Cent made headlines with the support for Trump. You used to be my favorite ex-boyfriend, Handler replied to his tweet on Twitter. <laughs> oh my God, this is affecting my love life now. Chelsea Handler, I love you, Gator. Don't let Trump and Joe Biden come between us, girl. In response, Handler has offered to pay the rapper's taxes should he reconsider his support for Trump. Hey, fucker! I will pay your taxes in exchange for you coming to your senses. Happily, Black Lives Matter! That's you, fucker! Remember? I, I, I guess that's what makes it funny to somebody like this. Somebody very low IQ, smooth-brained. Hey, fucker! That's you, fucker! Remember? Oh, man. These people are so brainwashed, but so many of the people that follow them worship them, and she knows that, and that's why it's dangerous. It's dangerous for their religion, for somebody like Fiddy, the PIMP, to come out and express that he is not going to go along with the religion. I mean, shit. You've got Ariana Grande coming out with a video where she's commander-in-chief in her positions video, which, of course, is supposed to make us all vote for Biden now. Um, yes, I, uh, I voted early, and I voted for Biden because Chelsea Handler 
and Ariana Grande reminded me. Thank you. Emails obtained by Judicial Watch and the Daily Caller News Foundation via a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit show that the White House coronavirus advisor Anthony Fauci in late January approved a World Health Organization-sponsored press release supporting China's response to COVID-19 pandemic. So... Judicial Watch and Daily Caller News Foundation, this is from Just the News, did a FOIA FOIA, uh, against this information, and we've discovered that Anthony Fauci supported the Chinese shutting down internal travel but opening up external travel He said, okay, back to this, just the news. The email refers to the Global Preparedness Monitoring Board, an independent advisory board body created by the WHO and the World Bank Group. It specifically notes consensus for the GPMB to issue a statement supportive of countries, especially China, and WHO response efforts, and to call for urgent actions to further strengthen global preparedness in response to this outbreak. Looks fine. Please see my comments and attached document. China, which claimed to have suppressed the virus within its borders, instituted a severe lockdown of the Wuhan province at the outset of the pandemic, reportedly going so far as to lock citizens in their homes by welding their doors shut. And Anthony Fauci says, looks fine. Fine. Please see my comments and attach document. Yeah. <laughs> they unleashed this beast on the world, but shut it down internally. But looks fine to Anthony Fauci, as well as his good buddy, Bill Gates. So, how many of you know who Pete Henderson is? Should I say Peter Henderson? Because now we're going to dig into what everybody, I'm sure, wants to hear. The Hunter Biden saga. So, Robert Biden, who would be Hunter, Robert Hunter Biden, received an email in this trove of emails. Biden, the big guy, the chairman, appears to have responded. Unless this Peter Henderson is somebody else we don't know about. Sent an email January 3rd, 2017 in which he said, keep in touch, love, dad. Now, Peter Henderson is the name of a KGB mole that infiltrated the United States government in the Jack Ryan series. Ain't that something? 
<laughs> I don't know. Do you think? Do you think Joe would know that? Would he do that? I mean, these people are scumbags, without a doubt. But come on, Joe, say it ain't so. Now we've got some more information, and this comes from the National Pulse. Hunter Biden firm partnered with an arm of Chinese military. Rosemont Realty, an offshoot of Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca partnership consulting firm, was acquired by a Chinese Communist Party-backed firm identified as a thinly-veiled arm of the Chinese military by a U.S. Congressional Task Force. In 2015, the Chinese military company Gemini Investments acquired a controlling stake in Rosemont Realty, a sister company of the Rosemont Seneca firm Hunter Biden founded in 2009. The Chinese firm pledged $3 billion for commercial office property acquisitions in the U.S., in other words, allowing the firm to control major swaths of American realty. Gemini Investments is a subsidiary of the Seno Ocean Group, which was founded as a state-owned enterprise and boasts of its president holding a high-level partnership with the Chinese Communist Party. Beyond eking deals with the hostile foreign government, the deal also gave the Chinese Communist Party unfettered access control over the company's real estate portfolio of 33 properties with a total of 56 buildings, totaling approximately 8 million square feet. According to the Commission's 2019 summary, these efforts are often made at the direction of and with assistance from the Chinese government, part of Beijing's larger effort to develop its domestic market and become a global leader in a wide range of technologies. These acquisitions attempts frequently target advanced technologies such as artificial intelligence, biotechnology, and virtual reality, which are still in the early stages of development but could provide dual military and civilian capabilities capabilities in the future. In the words of President Trump, the Bidens got rich while America got robbed. And while doing so, risked America's national security. Yeah, they were peddling this. And we've got a non-stop barrage of smooth brains on CNN and MSNBC telling us there's nothing here. Even NPR We'll cover dog walking, but this is not real news. Because it's part of their religion. So Steve Bannon's War Room released an email from Chinese Communist Party operative Zen Wang to Hunter Biden and Eric Schrerin from 2018 regarding a loan agreement. In the email, Zen Wang offers to extend the loan agreement to December 13, 2019. Now, it raises several questions, including, was this agreement with the CCP presented to the IRS or SEC? Because if not, that would be unlawful. 
and the war room, Steve Bannon's war room, has the signatures. It says, Dear Eric and Hunter, this is from Jin Wang. You will recall the registered capital loans made to Scancatalis uh, is coming up one year, and I assume an extension of the repayment is needed. If so, <laughs> these, these guys are so helpful. I'm sure it's needed. Why? They've got millions and millions. What were you spending that money on, Hunter? They've got the signatures, and this is important stuff. They're hiding money. Is that what the money laundering we're hearing about from the FBI? But, you know, that it does bring into question why finally yesterday our FBI interviewed Bubalinski. If they're doing a money laundering investigation, wouldn't they have been talking to the people who were involved in this, like Bobolinsky? But when he finally came out, now they want to interview him. Why does it take so long? I don't think that everybody at the FBI... No, I, I, I guarantee you, not everybody at the FBI is corrupt. But those at the senior levels have been. Just as it is in so many aspects of our government. And I really do think that this started building up in the 90s. I think there was corruption before, but I think it started reaching higher levels in the 90s. And I think part of the reason why is because of our education system. Because of the way so many people have been indoctrinated, they lost a real sense of morality. And I do think that's important. And with that loss of morality, you built a class of people who are easy to manipulate because you, you use postmodernism to get people to buy into the idea that what is truth? What is reality? And you can pervert that. And by perverting that, you can manipulate those people. Now, the FBI did interview Bobolinsky. Now, does that mean? I'm trying to come up with the words how I want to position this. Are they finally addressing these things? I hope so. And if the FBI is talking to these people, how is it just a conspiracy theory, NPR? How is this not worth talking about? You can't even say that? You can't even say that the FBI interviewed Bobolinsky? No, you can't. But you can talk about dog walking. Now, this one's huge. Um, we talked about Cooney, Coney, the Bevan Coney. He's the guy who was in federal prison in Oregon and a member of this little junta of overthrowing our system from within that Hunter Biden and Daddy, Daddy, were participating in, uh, should we say, uh, Peter Henderson? Peter Henderson, the KGB. 
guy from Tom Clancy that penetrated our government. The emails that Cooney shared with Peter Schweitzer have been very fruitful. Code name Project Hansen. Insider document reveals how Hunter Biden Associates helped Chinese military contractor acquire Michigan dual-use manufacturer. In September 2015, the Obama-Biden administration approved the sale of a strategically sensitive Michigan manufacturer. Hennigist Automotive, to a firm connected to Joe Biden's son, Hunter, and a Chinese military contractor that was on an American watch list because of its close ties to the People's Liberation Army. Man, there are so many arms to this, aren't there? Hunter Biden's equity fund, backed by the Chinese government and the Chinese contractor Aviation Investment Corporation needed a special needed special approval for the deal from the Committee of Foreign Investment in the U.S. because Hennigis produced technology with potential military use. Wait, wait, are you telling me that? Under the Obama administration, the Obama-Biden administration, they approved something like this? Huh. Weird. So, is that like Robert Mueller helping to sell 20% of our uranium after money was kicked back to the Clinton Foundation? That that was sold to the Russians? Huh. AVIC entities have been sanctioned by the United States on five separate occasions, AVIC being the Aviation Industry Corporation of the Chinese military. They've been sanctioned five occasions since 1993. And in, in addition to the watch list occurred, the addition to the watch list occurred less than a year and a half before they co-purchased Hennigist in the Chinese-led joint venture of the Biden-led Chinese venture known as Bohai Harvest RST. The fact that the Committee of Foreign Investment in the U.S. approved the deal is alarming, given that Hennigist owns numerous facilities in the United States that are now controlled by the Chinese military front company. Internal BHR documents show exactly how the Chinese military contractor was able to disguise its ownership via shell corporations and formed a joint venture with the son of the vice president to facilitate the Chinese takeover of an American dual-use technology supplier. Additional documents suggest that Hunter Biden's Chinese-backed venture funneled money to an entity controlled by Vanessa Carey the daughter of then-Secretary of State John Kerry, just one month before CFIUS approved the takeover. At the time, Senator Kerry played a re lead role 
on the Obama-Biden CFIUS committee. So, you're telling me that the son of the vice president and then the daughter of the secretary of state? in the secretary of state, <laughs> who played a lead role, lead role in this committee that approves... Yes, yes, that's it exactly. These people got rich. They used our government to get rich. When news of the AVIC takeover of Michigan-based manufacturer Henegis Automotive hit the wire, Biden's associates celebrated, calling the transaction a proof of concept for future Chinese acquisitions. Congratulations, proof of concept again, read the subject line of Devin Archer's email on September 15th, 2015. This is great. Let's get a letter out to Ambassador Baucus ASAP. Bevan Cooney replied, Cooney is a former Biden associate who is now incarcerated for a separate venture. The tribal bond scheme. That's a whole other thing we haven't even talked about. There is so much. These guys are criminals, man. This is organized crime. This is very well orchestrated. It reminds me um, the Godfather. You know, the. This would be a perfect time for our buddy over at the Atlantic to step up and make comparisons. But I doubt he will. Our buddy at the Atlantic who has all the anonymous sources and quotes Sonny from The Godfather. Nevertheless, in The Godfather they talked about how um, the Corleone family should get into politics because that's where the real criminals exist. And that's what this shows. I'm looking right now at this email from September 15th, 2015, at 12.11 p.m. I don't know where that's at, so, you know, could be anywhere. Let's see, what does it say? This should send me to, this should be sent to Mr. China. Wasn't he done car parts deals funded by Koreans now? Just for promo purposes... They're talking about selling out our infrastructure to the Chinese. Literally saying this in these emails. Wow. Um, thanks. This is from Devin Archer. Only five years in the maker, like anything in China. Good idea, Mr. China. Five-year overnight success. This is great. Let's get a letter out to Ambassador Bacchus ASAP. Moments after the deal closed, Archer set to work drafting a letter to U.S. Ambassador to China, Max Bacchus. Archer's letter was an invitation to Ambassador Bacchus to attend a banquet celebration for the deal, with esteemed guests including BHR's communist state-owned strategic partners. The strategic partners and invest investors that Archer listed, particularly Sinopic, 
The Bank of China, the China Development Bank are all state-owned entities and therefore arms of the Chinese Communist Party, whose executive officials, along with BHR, clearly wanted to celebrate the Hennigis coup. Indeed, Hunter Biden's business partners were pleased. One internal BHR statement states, in both English and Mandarin Chinese, we are incredibly proud of the perseverance, dedication, and ingenuity of the Project Handsome team who deliberately brought to life the first-born BHR's cross-border investment platform, the first of many to come. We are going to sell out our country to the Chinese. We are going to use our Secretary of State, his daughter, we're going to use the vice president's son, Peter Henderson's son, <laughs> and we're going to use them to help get money from China. And we can sell out our, our military. It's a whole other game out there, and you ain't a part of it, but these people are. And why? Because of who Mommy and Daddy are, and what Mommy and Daddy have done. Our ruling class <sighs> who knows how many more things like this there are. Again, John Kerry's daughter, Hunter Biden. John Kerry was part of the team to approve this as part of the Obama administration. And don't you love how they always remind us how scandal-free that administration was? No, it's only scandal-free because people don't report on things like this. They didn't report on any of these controversial things when they were occurring back then. And if we had a real media they would address this. And I, I hear people saying, no, nah, nobody watches this stuff. Nobody you know watches this stuff. There's a lot of people that watch this garbage. And they think they're getting the news. But because they've really imposed a blackout against this, people don't know what's going on. So I can only ask that, you know, you share this information or share the reporting. This is from Breitbart. Project Hansen insider documents reveal how Hunter Biden Associates helped Chinese military contractor obtain Hennigis properties which exist across the United States. This is Romeo One Oscar. This is Radio Free America. I am out.